Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. This is WIA News for the week commencing July the 5th, 2009. I'm Peter, VK1PE. I'm Sue, VK1FOXX. I'm Alan, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. And I'm John, VK1CJ. We are all members of the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club bringing you the WIA News for this week. And uh, looking down through what's going to happen, we're going to give you some MCON alerts, tell you a little bit about NASA and what it's doing, and uh, then we're going to go into education, youth and advancement for amateur radio. Coming back, though, we're going to first go to Alan bringing us... WIA 100th Anniversary, Ted Thrift, VK2ARA, WIA Club's coordinator, is still negotiating for the issue of a special commemorative call sign to demonstrate the local interest. He wants to know if your club would be interested in having the use of a commemorative call sign for the period of, say, three to five days, commencing mid-March 2010 through to the 31st of December 2010. 2009 Club Grant Scheme targets new projects. Jeff Atkinson, VK3AFA, WIA Secretary, reports on the Club Grants. Good morning. This is Jeff Atkinson, VK3AFA, WIA Secretary, with news on the Club Grants. A reminder that applications by WIA-affiliated clubs for a Club Grant this year must be lodged by 31 July. The Board has set aside up to $6,000 for this year's scheme. As indicated previously, this year special emphasis will be placed on WIA membership ratios of clubs applying for grants. The Committee will be reviewing applications which focus on projects and activities to be conducted before the 1st of April 2010 to attract new amateurs. Also, projects supporting emergency communications and preparedness for emergency communications. Details of the club grant scheme can be downloaded from the WIA website located under WIA Club Affiliation. The applications will be reviewed by the Grants Committee of Three, who will then make recommendations to the WIA Board. Applications will close on the 31st of July and successful applicants will be announced by the end of August. The WIA Board looks forward to active participation by affiliated clubs in this year's club grant scheme. VK Broadcaster to assist in MCOM alerts. Does that mean emergency communications? The ABC says it's going to equip itself to assist in rescue radio operations. New technology will help the Australian Broadcasting Corporation bring local emergency news coverage directly to communities affected by natural disasters like floods and cyclones. Three fly-in transmitters have been purchased by the company to allow local ABC-affiliated stations to set up shop anywhere in Australia. The units were originally designed for the United States military to use in the Iraq War. They are designed to be set up within an hour and can be powered by a small generator or AC mains power. Mark Spurway is the head of transmission services with the ABC. He says that these transmitters will ensure that affected communities will be kept informed. Interesting to note that Mark Spurway was at one time the program manager of Brisbane radio station 4KQ, when one of their news readers, Peter Jones, VK4YAC, headed up the WIA local Queensland ham radio service news. Hi, I'm John, VK1CJ. NASA, 
NASA reacquires original moon landing footage. A report on The Register says that NASA has seemingly confirmed that the original tape recordings of the first moon landing have turned up in Australia, almost three years after the agency admitted it had mislaid them. The report, which you can read on Southgate AR Club's pages, says... The Parks Observatory in Australia captured the 1969 live images straight from the lunar surface to magnetic tape. What the US public saw, though, was a compressed feed downsized to local TV resolutions, while NASA itself grabbed a 16mm copy from a TV monitor. The Parks Observatory tapes were apparently shipped to the Goddard Space Flight Centre in Maryland a year after the landing, but in 2006, NASA confirmed that despite an extensive search, their whereabouts was unknown. However, the Sunday Express now claims the footage was actually gathering dust in a storage facility in Perth, among other tapes containing moon dust data. Now, before we get into a debate similar to that of Marconi being the inventor of radio, we are talking here of tapes from parks. Nothing at all to do with any material from Honeysuckle Creek. And also in the NASA file, new potential amateur radio operators. The 2009 NASA astronaut candidate class has been picked. And of course, there are also potential amateur radio operators to use the amateur radio equipment in the International Space Station or elsewhere in space. The nine include two women and seven men, an intelligence officer, a biomedical researcher, two flight surgeons and three flight test pilots, ranging in age from 30 to 43. Potentially one or more will be the first to land again on the moon or the first on Mars. See more at nasa.gov. Hams across Australia, VK1. A bad month in the ACT, the Black Hill repeater on 146.900 is waiting restoration of power following the failure of the main supply pole mounted transformer on the site. As it is not an off-the-shelf item, it could be several months before power is restored. The UHF repeater on Mount Majura has also failed. It is currently on the bench while spares are being sourced. Because of the age of the repeater, spares may not be obtainable. We are also investigating its replacement with a new commercial UHF repeater. While on the subject of repeaters, the committee is assessing our repeater needs with a view to rationalising the services provided by the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club. VK2. Westlake's next major event is the Lighthouse Weekend on the 15th and 16th of August. Seems there is still single bed accommodation available at Nora Head, so contact Alan, VK2 Juliet L Echo Delta. Frank, VK2 Fox, Juliet Lima, President of the Westlakes Amateur Radio Club, advises their field day happens November 1 this year. Gates open at 9am, entry is free, boot sales, commercial traders, auctions, sales tables for those long sought after bargains, plus the famous Wark Barbecue. Work continuing at the Summerland Club Rooms. Weekends and Mondays have seen the tower and antenna work continuing. About six members have been cutting, welding, rebuilding the tower, also work on the antennas planned to be mounted on it. Radio room is being rearranged to have grouped operating cubicles. If you can help, listen on two metres for the happenings. VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club, 
GREC Hamfest will be held Saturday, 18 July at Cranbourne Public Hall at 10am. 40 tables of new and used gear. JCAR will be there with three tables of clearance and other items. Other commercial sellers including GNC Comms, Yesu, Strictly Ham and PK Loop Antennas. WIA in attendance. There's a kitchen with hot and cold food, soft drinks, nibbles, free tea and coffee, door prize to be drawn at 1.30pm. Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group, White Elephant Sale Sunday, 2nd August, Hillsville Memorial Hall, Maroondah Highway, Hillsville at 10am. $5 entry fee, free tea and coffee, light refreshments available and ample parking. As this event had to be cancelled in February due to the bushfires, all table bookings taken in February will still be honoured. For further information, please contact Gavin, VK3GH, or Steve, VK3TSR. Make a day of it and support the fire-affected businesses of the beautiful Yarra Valley. Shepparton and District Amateur Radio Club, SADARC, advise they are holding their annual communications and display day, also known as a hamfest, on Sunday the 11th of October at St Augustine's Hall, Or Street, Shepparton. Get along and see the new and used radios and associated equipment displays and sales. Entry is only $5 with catering available and doors open at 10am. For further details, contact Les, VK3 Tango Echo X-Ray. On another issue, Barnett Winton, VK3 X-Ray Bravo Whiskey, is President EGARC, and his club is now broadcasting the WIA National News on VK3 Romeo Echo Bravo, Mount Nowanawa, on 146.900, Sunday mornings, 1,000 hours, and again Wednesday evening evenings at 2,000 hours. Barnett says, we are going to include VK3REM Malakuta soon. VK4, hams in the Gympie and Wide Bay are rushing about madly. Why a rush? Well, it's just five weeks before their mini ham fest, Saturday the 25th of July, at Gucci C... At Gucci QCWA Hall, Gucci Road, Gucci. Circle the date on your calendar, the 25th of July. Those in VK4 will hear more of this in Q News today when Jeff VK4ZPP reports. And we'll try to get Jeff on here next week in case a few grey nomads may be driving through the area on July the 25th. Also in Q News... They will be joined by Gordon VK4 Victor Papa with news of the Sunshine Club's Hamfest, known as Sunfest, which takes place on September the 12th. Now to VK7. VK7 Romeo Mike Delta uh, of a Tuesday at 9pm runs this WIA news and now for a test period, Winston is also putting the news from that repeater out on 3575 at the same time. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio, ACT. The Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club is holding a Foundation Licence Weekend on the 18th and 19th of July at the Farris Scout Hall. For further information, check the Canberra Region Radio Club's website. New South Wales. The next summer lane courses and exams determined to be a Foundation Weekend on the 15th and 16th of August, advanced on the weekends of the 22nd 23rd and 29th and 30th of August. Standard and regs to be decided depending on demand. Ireland. 32 candidates entered for their theory examinations will last Tuesday at the regular Comreg offices in Dublin. 
We at the WIA newsroom wish the candidates all the very best for the exam. Canada. Fun with amateur radio. Daryl VO1MDS is making available a new series of fun with amateur radio videos on YouTube. The YouTube description reads, and I quote, This is a brand new series that I will be putting together for you, solely for the purpose of putting fun into amateur radio operations. Tennessee, USA. Teen Ham responds to emergency and performs a CPR. It was just another day helping out at another event. It was the third year in a row that 16-year-old Cody Anderson, Kilo Italy 4 Fox Uniform Victor, had volunteered to help out the Roan County Amateur Radio Club, otherwise known as RAC, with the run for the child event. But it was the first time that he would help save a life. 20 minutes into the run, KI4FUV saw one of the runners fall down. Unlike other runners who fall down on a course, this man did not get up. He used his handheld transceiver to notify fellow club members runner down. RAC Vice President Cliff Seeger, KD4GT, said that they all heard Anderson racing toward the runner, but we just assumed someone just simply tripped and fell. But after hearing Anderson say, Roll EMS over the radio, he knew it was much more serious. Then the fallen runner stopped breathing. In February, Anderson took a CPR class that another RAC club member, Phil Newman, KE4LSH, had organised. It was the skills he learned at that class that came into play on May the 30th. He started giving the man mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. The other runner started chest compressions. We did about three sets of CPR before the Roan County Rescue guys got to us. Just a second or two later, Anderson told the ARRL, He is modest about the events of May 30. I took my first training class for CPR and AED in February 2009, thinking I would never have to use it, he told the ARRL. On May 30, 2009, I used it. It worked. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Victoria, it can be heard through the Amateur Radio Victoria VK3BWI broadcast network. International news with thanks to the RSGB, Southgate AR Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio News Online, NZART and the WW Resources of the WIA. North Korean Embassy using Amateur Radio Band. The IARU Region 1 reports that the North Korean Embassy in Tripoli is again using 14.32843 MHz for traffic with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Pyongyang. You may hear an ARQ burst system, 600 board, 600 shift, operating on two different frequencies at about 1630 UTC daily. One frequency is in the amateur radio band, the other one out of it. Slightly better news now is the Kodar HF radar from Naples on the 24 MHz band disappeared after a complaint from India Kilo 8, Oscar Zulu Zulu. A few days later, another Kodar system was found on 24.850 and 24.950 MHz. The bearings taken by the German PTT indicated the source was on Pug Island in Croatia. 
the German PTT filed an official complaint to the Croatian PTT. But the best news is that no notice of any intruders has been made to the WIA news desk for almost 12 months, the last two being on two metres up in the Brisbane area. Baycar, balloon-carrying amateur radio, to fly on 25 July. South Africa's long-awaited Baycar flight will take place on Saturday 25 July and a preparatory meeting will be held 11 July to test the complete payload, review launch venues and expected wind conditions as well as on the air, reporting and activities at the NARC on 25 July and recovery operations. More details on amsatsa.org.za. Weird and wonderful. The saga of the fishy cell phone. In our Weird and Wonderful segment, it's to AR Newsline and a story penned by their editor, Bill Pasternak, a story of Andrew Cheadle and his mobile phone, which the June issue of Popular Communications says may be the most reliable in the world. In a recent interview with a United Kingdom newspaper, Cheadle explained that he was playing with his dog near the seashore when his cell phone must have fallen and got swept away. Cheadle says that he kept calling it and hoped that someone may have found it, Nobody answered, so he gave up after a couple of days. Fast forward a week. Cheadle is out with his girlfriend shopping for a new cell phone when her phone rang. She told him that his mobile number was calling hers. The person on the other end identified himself as Glenn Curley. Curley, who is a fisherman by trade, told Cheadle that he was gutting a large codfish that morning and found Cheadle's Nokia 1600 phone inside. Curley tried using the phone, but it didn't work. So he removed its SIM card, put it in his own handset, and started calling numbers from the SIM's phone book to find the owner. At first, Cheadle didn't believe the story, but went to meet him. What he found was his phone that was a bit smelly and battered. Here's the best part. By the time he got to Curley's place, the phone had dried out and, incredibly, had come back to life. Curley says that cod are greedy fish. They'll eat anything. He's found plastic cups, stones, teaspoons, batteries, and everything else under the sun inside them. He says he's even heard of someone finding false teeth inside a codfish. You can read more fun communication stories like this one on page 6 of the June issue of Popular Communications magazine. And one last word on the story. It's rumored that Cheadle, who runs an online retail company, apparently still uses the fishy phone. Word is that there's a long line of hungry-looking cats following him wherever he goes. <laughs> oh, Pasternak writes this. i got to read it. It's not an easy job. Operational news, special events, and on-air contest column. Dateline 2009. July 14 to 15, the IARU contest. August 15 to 16, WIA Remembrance Day contest. Running till December 31, 2009 is the fourth CQDX Marathon. Look for LX0HQ to be active again from the headquarters of the Luxembourg Amateur Radio Society during the IARU contest July 14 to 15th. They will have nine stations with 20 operators active and a live webcam will be available during the contest from the LX7I QTH on www.lx2a.com. Please try to work LX0HQ on as many bands and modes as possible during this 2009 IARU World HF Championship 2009. QSL via LX2A, new QSL manager. Contest reports. Is 5 by 9 a legit report? Yes, the FCC says any signal report is a good signal report. HAMS can continue to give any signal reports that they please. This as the FCC denies a petition filed by a Texas ham 
that sought to regulate the way signal reports are given in the amateur radio service, especially during contests. Bruce Tennant, K6PZW, from the Amateur Radio Newsline, says the FCC has acted very quickly on a petition filed this past May the 6th by Jack Najork, W5FG, concerning signal reports transmitted by amateur stations that are participating in contests. Specifically, Najork had requested that the Commission sanction the Amateur Radio Relay League for not taking any action to prohibit or discourage what he termed as false 5 by 9 blanket reporting. In the end, the Commission said that it does not regulate amateur contests. Rather, they are self-administered by the amateur community. Based on this, the FCC has dismissed Najork's petition and has told him that his concerns should be directed to the various contest sponsors. Beacon DX and Net Advice GB 40 WAB 40th Anniversary of the WAB till December 31 HG 160 FNY commemorates 1848 attack on Hungary that prompted their independence until July 31 OZ 1658 ROS 350th anniversary of the Treaty of Roskilde till December 31. Various SM stations using 1658, the Treaty of Roskilde, till December 31. A VP9 400 slash home call 400th anniversary of Bermuda till December 31. Tarkadian with rare DX call on Tropical Isle. Chris, VK4 Fox Romeo, is currently working at a rare DX Tropical Isle and has secured a call sign and permission to operate when he has spare time. Look out for Chris signing as 4 Whiskey 6 Fox Romeo. 4 Whiskey 6 Foxtrot Romeo from Timor Lest for the next few months from time to time on HF bands that propagation conditions allow. Chris has already been heard using BPSK and SSB on the 20 metre band. And continuing, Sierra Quebec 8 X-Ray and Sugar Victor 2 Kilo Bravo Sierra will activate Easter Island from October the 31st through November the 15th. A few more operators are being sought for this de-expedition. If you are interested to join, please contact Stan Sugar Queen 8 X-Ray at gmail.com. Just clarifying, that's stan.sq8x at gmail.com. Wireless weather. For the sunspot conspiracy theorists amongst us, Kitsky VK2LL has sent an interesting read from last Monday's Sydney Morning Herald. It seems Jack Eddy was a solar astronomer best known for his demonstration that irregular variations in the solar surface activity were associated with major shifts in the Earth's climate. He made his name in 1976 with the publication in the American Journal of Science of his 12-page paper, The Maunder Minimum, which argued that the 11-year sunspot cycle, which has been observed since the invention of telescopes some 400 years ago, was subject to important variations. He noted that between 1645 and 1715, sunspots had almost entirely disappeared. 
there were contemporary references to this phenomena, and among those who later draw attention to it were the German astronomer Gustav Sporer and the English astronomer Edward Maunder. Eddie reinvestigated sunspots in the light of Sporer's and Maunder's work and concluded that every two centuries or so there was an interruption to the 11-year cycle. He christened that period 1645 to 1715 the Maunder Minimum. Eddie realised by looking back at the radiocarbon dating and its variations, it was possible to identify comparable episodes going back thousands of years. He also believed there is a link between solar activity and the Earth's climate. Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. AMSAT VK Unofficial HF Net. Second Sunday each month, April through October, 1000 UTC on 3.685 MHz. In the next week or three... We will, be he- we will hear from Pete, VK2, Yankee Papa Whiskey, and about BlueSat. That's the acronym of Basic Low Earth Orbit University of New South Wales Experimental Satellite, a digital amateur radio satellite being designed and built solely by students at the University of New South Wales. BlueSat is primarily an educational satellite designed to give students at UNSW space experience which they could not obtain elsewhere. Therefore, its mission has been chosen to offer a low cost and minimum complexity, while at the same time offering enough of a challenge to inspire and enthuse the students who work on it. So thanks to Westlake's Club, stay tuned in weeks to come. Special interest groups, internet, the ham's domain, tweeting on Twitter. Get ready for some interesting ham radio in space-related tweets. This with the announcement that the amateur satellite organisation AMSAT is now posting on the Twitter social networking website. According to Drew Glasbrenner, KO4MA, writing on the AMSAT bulletin board, the Ham Radio Space Agency new Twitter account is twitter.com slash AMSAT. He says that the initial tweets will deal mostly with AO51 and AO7 but those with interest in other ham radio satellites are welcome to follow. Glasbrenner, who is AMSAT North America's Vice President for Operations, says that the short postings or tweets will deal with items that are deemed as small for publication by the AMSAT News Service or to be sent by email, but of interest to the general ham radio space community. WW Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers, www.raotc.org.au Old Timers, members and friends of the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club Australia are reminded that the next news and information broadcast will take place tomorrow as it is the first Monday of the month. 10am Victorian time on 7.060 and 3.650 MHz plus 1.843 MHz AM and 145.700 on 14.150 MHz at 0100 UTC beaming north and 0200 UTC west from Melbourne. Rescue Radio, from Townsville, VK4's Regional Communications Support Coordinator Blue VK4 FBLU has put out the call for support for other events happening. This month, Saturday the 18th of July, Magnetic Island to Townsville Swim, Cleveland Bay. A chance to get out on the bay for free and be part of one of the premier long-distance international swim events. Operators needed for both maritime portable and beach portable positions. Sunday the 19th of July, King of the Hill, Hill Climb, Heat 3, Mount Stewart.
Mix a day out playing with radios to the sound of squealing tyres and the smell of burning rubber. Operators need to man start and uh, flying finish for time control and safety comms. If you're available for any of these events or if you are left off the list, then please contact Blue VK4 FBLU. Social scene, July through to August. July 11 to 12, VK3. Gibbs Tech, 2009. The Technical Conference with the VHF, UHF and Microwave Focus. July 18, VK3. Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club, Hamfest at 10am. Cranbourne Public Hall. On August the 2nd, VK3. Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group, White Elephant Sale, Hillsville Memorial Hall. August the 2nd, VK6, Northern Corridor Radio Groups, WA Hamfest, Cyril Jackson, Rec Centre, Fisher Street, Ashfield. August the 8th, VK2, Summerland's 50th Anniversary Dinner, Gunalabar Tavern to start 1800 kilo. And August the 9th, VK2, Sarkfest from 0800 kilo at the club rooms, Richmond Hill. This edition of WIA News has been brought to you by the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club, in this case using the studios of our community radio station 1RPH, Radio Print Handicap. Out of Canberra, you have Peter, VK1, Papa Echo. Sue, VK1, Foxtrot, Oscar, X-Ray, X-Ray. Alan, VK1, Whiskey, X-Ray. And John, VK1, CJ. WIA News, we're reporting, you decide. From Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club and the National Resources of the WIA. In the nation's capital, with Amateur Radio News from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported, you decide.